Hello, good afternoon. Welcome to my podcast. My name is Kim Choji. Today is Thursday, the 14th day of May 2020. Well, it's been a while, like since March. I actually didn't know time had passed. Okay, I actually knew time had passed. But I kept procrastinating and I was like, I'm gonna record this thing soon. I'll put up something. Like, I just kept telling my friends, okay, we'll do this, we'll do that. And well, the coronavirus lockdown came and you know, for social distancing sake, I couldn't do anything and I'm trying to set up and all. I keep saying that in time of saying it. <laughs> well, I'm just so happy to be here again to record podcast again. How are you guys holding up? It's been crazy and um, I can't even explain what I've been through like in the last two months. It's been crazy. Well, for me, it's been trying to put my head together because I'm currently not working. I, I, I can't even work from home anymore. Um trying to social distance myself from people as much as possible but then <laughs> you need to release people understanding um well part of it is the hunger virus which is actually out there i suffered part of the effect of it i was robbed a while back and it's it was crazy i actually like had this ad like i did this um flyer out like daytime came and um that night i had updated on my whatsapp like guys at speed i'm going to record today and drop something that sunday and um i won't put up like on my social media platform that on twitter particularly and i, I don't think i put it on instagram <laughs> I put it on instagram but then i, I put, I put it on my platforms so i was like okay i'm going to record and i was so excited about it i went to like, went to, like when they relaxed the, uh, the, the lockdown so i went to the rubber shop close to my house like it's not true for my house just cut my hair and the next thing I remember I just appeared with guns and like everything just happened so fast. But it was, it, I, I thank God I'm okay because the next day somebody was killed in the same area and I was like, oh no, this shit is crazy. Well, it's a lot of things and um, I just thank God I'm fine. At least I, I just keep telling myself the fact that I, I survived that thing is enough reason to know that um, God always has a plan for us, period. God has a plan for everybody and He knows. Why we are still alive? It's hard sometimes to understand why somebody even dies, and you can't. You, you want to know, know whether it was an untimely death or just God allowing it to happen. But just feel that God always allows everything to happen. It might seem painful. The mystery behind it is just weird. But then it's just God. I don't know how He does His things. His ways are not our ways. Not His thoughts are thoughts. Well, easy to say I'm alive. <laughs> I can't imagine my parents saying it or my siblings saying it or people close to me saying it. It's crazy. But I'm just happy, period. So how you guys been holding up? It's been crazy. A lot of things have happened. The coronavirus is just taking the toll on the world. The world literally shut down. I talked about it before by previous podcasts with my friends. But then, like, that time it was still, like, fresh for Africa. For us in Nigeria particularly. Like, we were just having the first few weeks of lockdown. And we were like, okay, we just hope things get better, at least by me everything go back to normal this is me and i don't think it's going to go back to normal anytime soon i doubt it's it's um a long time and we're hearing circulations or people giving uh, forecasts about what will happen people are even saying next year people are saying 2022 we have to leave the coronavirus people are speculating and a lot of things are just going on people are just saying and blabbing and blabbing and blabbing i have people that have been saying they don't actually get to listen to the news anymore like it's too much for them to handle <laughs> like yeah i understand sometimes you will need to really shut down your ears from hearing the cases rising up like currently i think there are about 
know, 4,000 cases, if not 5,000 um, now, because as of yesterday I checked, it was about 4,900 or something cases. I think it should be around 5,000 now. I'm, I'm uncertain, but I think there should be um, that no, the number of cases should be getting to that. And even for us in Plateau State here, yeah, it's crazy. Like one case, two case. One day it was seven, 15 cases, and I'm like, wow, whoa, like <laughs> it's crazy, bro. It's crazy. It's crazy on the streets. <laughs> but I just know God will just help us. Period. It's it's a lot of things, and. Um, I imagine people hungry. The politics that is being played, coronavirus in our country, is just something else. That's another aspect on its own. I can't even talk about the fact that we just keep hearing that politics are being shared to people. And I'm like, <laughs> maybe I'm not gone out, but I don't think if politics were shared by the government, people actually get would actually know. But I don't think like I'm like I'm like, I'm just putting my hand in my hand. Like, nah, no politics being given out to people like citizens they are actually giving people policies but i think no i think i don't think this is actually it based on what i've heard there's there's like a selection for less of people or probably just um you just get to pick um very random people or just even this randomly like a very few very few benefits from the major who are actually suffering from the hunger virus as i want to call it the hunger virus love like people who might not even know are are just suffering someone close to me said that you the most terrible thing that will happen to you is is when your neighbor is suffering from hunger is starving that is terrible like you might have food you're like okay yeah we are projecting someone will take me for like the next three weeks for those of you who won't get to work and then four weeks are like okay they might probably just pay the salary and then i'll have to restock and manage my resources and i can't hear people like okay we have to eat everything we have there's no choosing of food anymore and it's just i just think about it i'm like wow this is something we just pray it comes and goes and um Another thing aspect of, of of the coronavirus I'm just thinking is about the fact that the world will never be the same again. The world is going to evolve to something else. Um, it's already evolving though we have seen it. Um, but even as it evolves, how ready are you for the change that's going to come? Like when you know um, the policies are going to change, systems, economies are changing. So where do you stand where do you think you're going to be is there like a way forward for you and what is the next um thing for you i even get to like praise people who have used coronavirus to actually make profits not exorbitant profits so like you have been creative like those who make the face mask and sell it at a very affordable price those who sell food at affordable prices those who sell essential uh, provide essential services at, at, at affordable prices at affordable prices I, I i must commend this kind of people because your innovation to know how to make money and uh, make uh, money or make profits during this time is actually very innovative but i'm not that you're trying to make the profits don't overdo it because people are trying to really you don't nobody knows how the next thing might be so you might think you might just be smart by holding the money but you're doing more harm than good. You're being selfish. I say greedy in this case. But I must commend those who actually have done efforts and putting efforts to achieve these goals of um, making means 
or making going making innovations to provide needs essential services i must comment that it's a lot um food cost is generally expensive very expensive the idea was i had to go to the market to get um buy food for my family and um, i'll just the prices have gone up by 20 50 70 percent some even up to 100 even over 100 percent profits of the food um, prices that we've always actually known initially so i'm like ah, how are we going to do like the reality of the fact that um food scarcity is actually going to be real but i must really say it's actually support people to want to farm i've gone out on my house few places like the, i don't think around my area close to the rocks small portions of land is being farmed to like nobody's laying their land waste you're farming you're producing like you can actually have the maize the beans the irish the sweet potatoes if possible the um granodes, the kukuyam the guinea corn anything actually plant just plant now just make use you don't even know like even if just for you and your family just produce something you can just um have for like a period of time till this thing is off the farming like farmer I, I think i'm I actually speculate that even with the coronavirus by around august there might be food prices like essential food prices like for us here would drop because farmers are actually farming and people honestly like from years back if you're working you um you have to shuffle between going to the farm and going to the um, going to the office but now people are just at home so most people have channeled their energies to the farm like even me too i, <laughs> I was very i was like you guys have to go and farm more and i was like okay and i did this year like you know, i'm not done this like in a very very long time the last time i actually went to the farm was like 2018 when we had a rice plantation and then my dad made us to go and then and move the weed and it was i actually didn't like it that time but i think this one this particular one i enjoyed it i felt like i was putting the effort to really help my family like to produce something it's the passion came in it was natural this time unlike the previous time i was really angry and i was like i can't just learn experience i keep telling my parents like okay y'all i'll make money i'll go to get tractors <laughs> and get uh, like mechanized um equipment machinery to come and use on my farm i'm going to use the ordinary conventional using a hoe or human labor like human labor i'll, I'll put in more of um new innovations in my farm I, I, I might even get a seed plant i won't even go and <laughs> somebody to even come and plant me seed no but then i i like the fact that um um i actually went to farm and it gave me that um passion i would say about how you need to really look for how to source for money at all costs. You're selling your food, st- your food stuff. You're selling anything you can actually get to do to create. In provide in, in terms of providing food stuff, but I, I, I actually source, I actually think in my mind, I so I have this feeling that by August, the way people have farmed, there might be surplus. So I'm just thinking if the government will actually like, try to even uh, invest in this, like if even to see it, because the the things we actually have. That things don't have is is an avenue to actually generate money, and if the government was sensitive enough, you can buy from farmers and then sell to other states and generate revenue for for from from people. You know, like there are things people can actually do to actually generate income for themselves. Like even as the oil prices have dropped, I think Nigeria's oil prices is better off than 
the US, the US had to stop production totally because it had gone beyond the minus sign. Yes, beyond the minus sign. So I'm like thinking like, okay, so we need to think, okay, a lot of people are farming, like everybody's farming, yes. And there might be surplus and the food be cheap. So what is the government going to do about it? Can't you just buy this food stuff from the farmers and then let's let's create a bit of packaging it and then selling it out to people like other states who don't get to produce the south particularly i can actually t- uh, relate to the fact that the south food stores from here to the south is very very expensive so the government can actually be very very innovative to think about how to generate funds other than okay currently uh, trying to um um monitor people or and um, control the virus and focus on how to manage the virus yes but then the government should go the extra effort and then try to see that they can actually look for means of generating income because the post COVID 19 i don't even know if government will be able to send subventions to the states and states need to really think out of the box instead of just asking us to pay taxes you can buy food stores and make us rich too make policies that favor us like if government can make policies in fact that's the issue happening in this country generally now like um Government is not even favoring us with policies. I've complained about it a lot, and, and then special, I have to send special shout out to people who, who, in the midst of this wind that blows, they have been able to stand firm and then create a lot of ideas or innovations in terms of having to stand out and produce something that helps people. Like the system does not even favor us. If you hear some of the policies, I'm like ah. I mean, like, Nigeria is still like Mongo Park policies. I know they have reviewed the constitution a couple of times, but then it's still not favoring us. Like, if they are brilliant technologists, they are brilliant people in this country, and the government does not even invest in them, generally, we won't believe that bringing somebody from outside is the one that's actually going to help us. We don't even believe in ourselves. We can't even, like, we feel buying things that are bad, low quality. Like, have you invested? If the government had invested in buying bad things, or sorry, investing in bad things, like having to put in so much money for them to produce a very very good quality we can always have exporting these things out so what is the government thinking still like still asking for the us or france or britain to send out avatars to come and be eaten every time and people are still stealing money and then people are not even doing anything at all to help us like it's just something we need to think about it like like africa is african countries need to wake up Although very few countries are actually waking up from their slumbers, um, I must comment Botswana. Botswana is moving up. Although it has a small, it's a very small country, very few, very small population. But then I think unitary country, unitary systems actually work very well for us. It might not work because we are a very heterogeneous society. So like homogeneous societies like um, Ghana or like Rwanda or Botswana or Namibia, these countries. Like it's easier to um, to make things work out for them, and it's working. It's actually working. I I, I was even putting this in our Twitter. Like 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 in the next few years, we have countries who might just be becoming emerging economies in Africa, and then Nigeria is going to to vote for APC or PDP in twenty twenty three. That's our problem. Like we haven't talked about like in the midst of this chaos, like we are having people talking about elections or who should they should vote for who like people are dying and your problem is who to vote for in twenty twenty three. So apparently it's just obvious that Ali doesn't even care about us in the first place. Let's let's just 
live this life period like i don't even know what to say but i'm just saying like african needs to become african countries are emerging and some are actually waking up from this past number i think i was talking about this to my friend yesterday and we we're talking about the fact that um rwanda actually is has two major ethnic groups from the tutsis and the hutus i'm sorry from the tutsis and the hutus and um for them they saw themselves as um, tutsis or hutus but after the genocide they saw themselves as rwandans if we could actually create that mindset for nigeria or most african countries where we don't get to see ourselves as different ethnic groups or different religious groups we see ourselves we see ourselves as nigerians then it's where we start working on ourselves to achieving what we want to achieve like we can't actually want to develop ourselves we keep keep saying africa nigeria is a giant of africa but then this, this giant giants in terms of what the population population or in terms of emerging economies or trying to set the pace for development in africa yes i i, I must commend a few people who are actually trying to put that netherly not die in africa nigeria but then the government needs to really really work on how to um make things really work for us and then um i'll talk about the um Nagaska, um herbal uh the medicine they are making, the bio, uh, antivirus, not antivirus, the cure they have gotten for, for coronavirus. I'm actually not really, I mean, seeing it on the news everywhere, and I, I'm actually not really, um, for sure, I'm not really, until there's a last um approval of the virus, okay, of the um, the cure, through mint and I must commend Madagascar, first of all, because Madagascar, from the blues just woke up one day and they, they made something that is very very commended like i must commend them for putting this effort but then i was saying i was i was listening on the news in, 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 in um i think some some european countries and some organizations are trying to disapprove of the virus and like why is it that there's a white supremacy or this white people have to approve the approve something first before we get to approve it why can't black people make something and everybody's approving it like it's, it really upsets me because i felt it was race, it was some sort of racism this is racism of another kind because why can't it approve black people's innovation why do you want it okay it must come from the us or it must come from china it must come from you from the eu or something it mustn't come from, it can't come from africa africa can't, can't even create a remedy for a pressing issue like it really upsets me when i saw it and i was like madagascar actually has a stand they're not ready to stop production of the herbal cure they won't stop and they'll continue selling it they're trying to make things like this is what i was talking about creating means of of um of providing remedies for for the world like that's that is that's a very very good thing i must say and um if we can actually continue in this way, the way Madagascar is going, I think the world will be a better place. Hopefully, that's if people that are very wicked don't come and just ruin everything for us. We just pray that things get better. Honestly, it's, it's a lot. The COVID-19 era is um, a lot for us to take in. And we keep hoping that things get better for us in society, basically, because um, it's, it's something else. We just pray and hope that we all get better. Thank you for listening to me on my podcast. It's um Skim Choji and um it's been a while and I'm happy I recorded today. And um please 
feel free to drop your feedbacks uh, i actually want to know where to work on myself which is, feedbacks are very very important please do ensure to drop your feedback either through my email or through whatever medium you want to listen to the podcast from and you want to you can actually reach out to me i'll be very very happy to receive such thank you very much do have a wonderful day and please remember stay safe as much as possible try and social distance yourself from people and um if you can wear a face mask and do whatever you have to do please try to stay safe everyone Thank you.